Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting Your Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creators of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email to let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. This is Just Do It, and I am your host, Kara Tomei. What I do on this podcast is seek out artists who have hybridized their careers to include some form of creative programming that engages the public. So that could be an ongoing project, an artist collective, informal or formal, a nonprofit entity, a business, Whatever form it takes, we here at Just Inc. want to support and champion artists who have gone DIY with their practices and um, including ways to engage other artists and the public while fueling their own creativity. So this is um, the goal of Just Radio is to give these motivated people a forum to share their experiences, both the good and the bad, perhaps, so that they can inspire others to do the same. I am excited to have on my show today the founders of an artist collective called Future Tongue. And Future Tongue is a platform. They call it a platform for artists seeking to engage and connect with the active creative community in Los Angeles. And they aspire to work as an open door for communication between a multitude of thinkers, makers, and doers. They have been organizing pop-up exhibitions and events producing film studio visits and artist interviews, publishing creative critique on their wonderful website, futuretongue.com. And they're less than a year old or just coming up on a year old and already have really come out of the gate very, very strong. I have been to, I've been watching them for a bit online, so to speak, and I went to their inaugural pop-up exhibition just a few months ago, and it was very, very strong. So I'm going to welcome both of my guests to the show, and we can start hearing from Britt and Justine. Hi, uh, how are you doing? Hi. Hi. Thanks for being well. on the show. Thanks for having us. Good, good. Thank this you very much. Conversation. It's going to be a fun conversation because you have a lot going on. You come out of the gate really strong with all of the stuff you've been doing, so I want to you know, talk about it and talk to you. What I like to do always, though, is, of course, start with some personal introductions with each of you. I am starting with Britt. Britt, you're listed as the founder, co-creative director, main journalist, and painter. Uh, and what I want to hear about is just brief, a very brief background on yourself. Um, I mean, all of this work is about coming from being a working artist and then flowing from there. So I want to hear a little bit about kind of your background, your own art, just a bit. And then also from Justine. And then, of course, within that, how you two met. And then we'll get on to why you started Future Tongue. So tell me a bit about your personal background. Yeah, so uh, I'm from North Carolina. And I went to school there and also in New York City. And I've been painting and drawing and making work since, I was a kid. I grew up in a very small, remote city. Um, So I spent a lot of time 
making my own artwork because I just found it to be the best way to explore the ideas I was coming across every day. And, you know, it's a very beautiful and green environment. So that those kind of moments still pop up in my work. I'm still very inspired by nature and our interactions with nature. And so I'm still following that. I usually work with oil painting, and I like to work with these concepts of how we feel the need to control our environments and, like, trim the hedges and make things look very pretty. So, um, yeah, I came out here to Los Angeles two years ago and have just been trying to find a creative environment and get involved in some interesting projects and continue with my own personal work. So, um, yeah, I think been able to do that pretty well and I was happy to meet Justine and be able to create something of our own that we can oh, work say, on. Mm-hmm. I would say so. You're doing pretty well. Only two years in the city and you are already started this collective, which is, like I said, um, doing really great things already. So congrats on that. Uh, yeah, thank so let's you. Hear, let's hear from Justine and then also um, like how you two met and where the impetus came for Future Tongue. So, Justine, you're um, an L.A. person, a California girl. Take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, so I grew up in Long Beach, California, which is a very creative city um, in my eyes and in the eyes of the entire city, I think, too. There's a really great community out there that I was fortunate to be a part of while I was growing up and then Um, After I graduated from high school, I really started hanging out with a lot of the musicians and artists out there. And um, I went to CalArts and I studied photography. And I've always, I also, just as Britt, have always identified as a creative person and an artist. And I started off with dance, actually. Um, And then once I got into college, kind of took photography more seriously and and realized that that was the route that I wanted to take um, because it was just the best way to convey the the thoughts that I was working through, which um, ended up going in the direction of kind of the personal as political and um, ideas of um, the female positionality in the world and specifically um, through my Mexican inheritance and and culture that I am trying to reclaim. So there's a lot of different thoughts that I work through within my own work, but um, mainly I do still photography, um, video projection, and collage. And I kind of utilize whichever is best um, that shows kind of, that works best with whatever thought that I'm thinking through. and, yeah, Britt and I met um, working at a coffee shop, actually. We uh, we were both working. Um, we were both living in Los Angeles. She had just moved here, and I was taking a small break from CalArts. And we met one day when it wasn't very busy in the shop, and we started talking about being artists and showed each other our work and kind of built from there. That's great. Watching that was a great very good coffee. Thank goodness for that coffee shop. 
You know what? I want to double back to the CalArts connection for a couple of reasons. I'm a CalArtian, and we're everywhere in Los Angeles, of course. But I thought it was great. I didn't know this until, um, Justine, I was at the show, uh, your first show, and we were chatting about the CalArts connection. And you mentioned that you yourself had done a GIST uh, professional practices class with my mentor as well all those years ago that I went to CalArts. Karen Atkinson was my mentor. and. Yeah, and you did, and so it's so cool to have someone who uh, took the class, uh, the getting your shit together class at CalArts, and which which prepares you for taking the professional steps of going out into the world and being an artist, what you need and and the things that that are expected. But also, I hope and I hope and I'm assuming might have inspired you as well to just take control of your practice and your life by doing this DIY approach to starting a collective and helping others. I mean, that is, that is, that's cool. So do you see the connection between those two things? I definitely do. I, I knew about the getting your shit together class from the first semester that I uh, started at CalArts and I knew that I wanted to take it my last semester before I left because I felt like that would be the best time to think about, um, you know, uh, being an artist and having that be not only your practice, but your, you know, your business practice. And so it was great that I already, Britt and I had already talked about Future Tongue when I was starting the class. So I had, I had this um, project to keep in mind the entire time I was taking it. And I always think back to conversations we had in that classroom and and things that I learned from Karen and the different people that she brought in for us to speak with. So it was a really great experience and I'm really happy that I was able to take that class. (laughs) And I guess I am a lot. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, you can't listen to that. Well, here you are on just radio's uh, podcast now because of it. So, Hey, it all comes, you know, things come around and I think that's cool. You're already a kind of success, a just success story because you girls are really doing Mm -hmm. Great things. I mean, you seem so formalized. Um, it's very, so professional. The website is fantastic in terms of the things that you're doing, including these great short films of artist studio visits, which I assume, uh, let's see, which one of you has the film background a little bit? I, is it, is it Britt or, or it's Justine? Justine. Yeah, just yeah, me. Well, it's me. <laughs> yeah, because I love those. Are, there's a great, uh, you go, you got to go online and see these like four or five minute, you know, so they're very, uh, digestible in time uh, artist studio visits and you go into their space and you, we look, you see their work and you hear them articulate what they're doing and they're really wonderful. So you're providing great, you know, exposure for the artists that you are working with. And um, actually I kind of feel like I'm getting ahead of myself in a way because I want to hear a little bit more. I mean, Future Tongue is such a great name. So I'd like to hear about how you came up a little, came up with that name. It might be redundant, but it's a, it's just a great name. And maybe Britt articulate, what your goals were and are overall with 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 the collective sure yeah um well we were throwing around some options for the name of the collective and it kind of just began as this place where we could you know put the conversations that we were having with our our friends as artists and you know publish like these kind of convoluted ideas about the art industry and like what it takes to be an artist and what, you know, what 
each individual artist have learned from years and years of their own practice. Um, we wanted to be able to, to find a, a way to share that with other people. So we were kind of forming this collective around this idea of communication. And um, so that's where the name tongue or the word tongue has come in. It's, it's kind of being used as, and we wanted to be able to try to have this live, you know, forever on the internet somewhere so it, you know these moments can be existing in the future and hopefully promoting this idea of talking about the arts more commonly um, because you know it's not very often represented in like mainstream media so um, yeah we are hoping that in the future more people are talking about art and we wanted to to help facilitate that yeah, you talk a lot about you. You articulate in your um, mission statement, if you would call it that, or you know, kind of like even the about section online. You talk a lot about passion and curiosity, and and helping others. I love that there's a sentence in one of your uh, you know descriptive sentence about how articulating how the path to becoming an artist can be alienating, quote, alienating, financially taxing, emotionally frustrating, but the passions mm-hmm. outweigh the obstacles and you are forming this base where people can come together and, well, take control. I mean, it's so amazing how many collectives and artist-run spaces are now in existence and keep popping up because I think artists are tired of the kind of, the only way to do things is to get a gallery, show your work, sell your work. I mean, and that process is so difficult, especially in a city like L.A. that is really Mm -hmm. oversaturated with artists. And so artists are saying, no, we're going to take control here. We're going to open our own space. We're going to put up our own work. We're going to publicize. We're going to, and of course, with the internet and, and market, I mean, you can just directly uh, connect with people and just do it. Just just do it, as my show is called. Just do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't wait. Don't wait for others to validate your work. Don't wait for a gallerist or a collector to miraculously find you. You know, just totally. you're presenting and doing, then, then you're in a much better position. So you are definitely doing that. Uh, one thing I want to ask about, Justine, how about you? You can tell me a little bit about the artists that you featured. You've had seven artists that you have featured, at least on the site, with studio visits, and they're very diverse. I mean, you've got emerging artists, mid-career artists, established artists out of those seven, male, female, uh, you know, all different ethnicities. I love it. I mean, you've got someone like Kim Kai, who's emerging, amazing kind of photographer, painter. And then you've got Harry Gamboa Jr., who's been making art in Los Angeles for 40 years. So I mean, yeah. where did where are you? Where how are you deciding which artists to feature, and you know just that? I mean, how are you kind of deciding and looking around and and, and deciding who is going to um, you know, come under the umbrella of Future Tongue? Yeah. So um, Britt and I definitely uh, utilize our own personal networks, um, artists that we've either worked with or studied under, and. We talk with each other about the artists whenever we think of somebody that has influenced our own personal practice and somebody that influences us um, to, to, you know, kind of pull from their, uh, either their own art-making practice or the way that they're kind of uh, navigating the city as an artist and who they're talking to. So... Britt and I definitely um, have had the the wonderful opportunity to to be around um, these artists in particular in some pretty interesting settings, whether that was work or school, and 
we are just totally fascinated by these people and um, think that not only are we inspired by them, but the fact that we are all in Los Angeles makes it so accessible to have conversations. And it's really, we're really grateful that these artists us and so open to allowing us to come into their creative spaces and talk to them and just it, it it's been a really great opportunity to build this community of artists and feel like we're all kind of moving together and and also in like different directions if that makes sense like we're kind sure. of just this yeah, this um this community of, of creative thinkers. So um yeah, it's it's been really great to have these people definitely be on board with us and and want to be a part of this community and it's really great that they are so supportive of us and each other and that they want to continue showing together. So Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, do you consider the artists that you featured, did they become, I mean, is it like, are they then members, so to speak, or for a better word, a future talk? I mean, you define it as a collective, which implies many. Um, so is that kind of how it works? They they then become kind of future tongue artists, members, or what would you, what would, how would you characterize that? Britt, how about, tell me about um, that. Yeah, I I guess you could say members um but it's almost more like yeah like like they're we're like we're building like a friendship and a relationship with these artists and you know we'll go to their shows and support what they're doing and if we have the opportunity to do a show you know we invite our artists that we've worked with to show with us if they're available and um it's kind of you know up to them whatever they're able uh, to commit to and how active they want to be. But, yeah, we like to consider it to be, like, all-inclusive. And we even have been working – or, yeah, we have been working with some different writers uh, to do um, different interviews with artists, like my friend Jessica Burgess, who's in New York City. She did the interview with Eric Jones. And we're, we want to be able to expand to involve a multitude of people um, because it's not just like about, you know, the publication or what we're doing. It's about, you know, you know, forming like this little support group for, for artists. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, a little, it's, it's looser than like, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want, I'm not pushing you to like use certain uh, labels or anything. I just was curious kind of how it worked. And because once you have featured them, I, 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 yeah, you feature them on the website and then with your inaugural pop-up exhibition, you then show the work of all seven or, or would it be nine, including both of you, whatever um, artists who, <laughs> you know, you have featured and I'm wondering, that was a great, that was a great pop-up show. It was in, is that Highland Park or Silver Lake on Sunset? Yeah. One of those. Highland Park. Yeah, Highland Park on Sunset, a, a pop-up space and yeah, a very cool. strong show. And as, and then you just, um, you just opened your second pop-up show this past weekend. And I would love to hear about that. Who wants to just tell me a little bit about uh, that show, the context of it and, and how it went and a little bit about what might be different from the first pop-up that you did? Yeah, so Britt and I were, um, we were hosting our closing reception at the space in, it was Echo Park on Sunset. And 
we um, we were approached by two new faces <laughs> that we had never uh, met before, and um, they were wanting us to curate a show for a space called The Lost Room. So that was Luke Hanna who um, asked us to collaborate with him. He puts together shows, and his idea for this concept was kind of pairing music and art together. So we were very fortunate that Luke invited us to be a part of his space and that we could call this place home for Future Tongue for an entire month. So we we once again asked the artists who were in the the show previously if they would like to show with us again. And um, it's been really, it's been really cool because we got to see the work live in a different way that I don't think any of these artists, including ourselves have seen their work displayed in, in a venue that's both for music and now for art. So we've been going over there um, and checking out kind of what's going on and, and who the different musicians are that are coming in. And and really, it's it's opened our eyes to the different ways that you can have a gallery show. And it's it's unconventional, and I think that it looks really good. And the different artists that come in kind of enhance the experience of looking at this art. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're there until, uh, early January and we're having, um, another, we're having a mid-residency show next Monday and there's going to be two bands playing that night. And then we're going to have a closing reception on the 29th of December. Oh, great. That's, that's, well, yeah, that's nice. You're at one show and you get an invitation to do another, but that's kind of how, that's why you're doing this. You're, you're creating opportunities so that other opportunities come to you. I think that's fabulous and lucky for sure. Um, well, great. I, those events are going to be fun too. Okay. I want to get a little bit into kind of like more the business side of this, so to speak, because, you know, we're very much about, you know, championing activities, but which include business models, so to, so to speak. You are a nonprofit organization, which is interesting. So do you? how did you go about doing that? Do you have a fiscal sponsor, which means someone who kind of umbrellas you for now, or did you go, you know, full into nonprofit status? Uh, can you talk about that, Britt? Yeah, we're actually not technically um, registered as nonprofit. We just are self-funded at the moment, and any profits that we've made from, well, just our, our first show um, has been funding just whatever Future expenses. Right, yeah, okay. whatever expenses we're it. gonna we're gonna be incurring um, for the rest of our shows. So that's great. I mean, yeah. sometimes you just have to start something, and then you kind of you know go the other end. Of it. That's I mean, I I did the same thing when I was in Florida independent curating. I just started doing it myself self-funding mm-hmm. <laughs> and then kind of you take it from there like what's the next step what do you need do, do you need it to be a nonprofit? if so your first step could be getting a fiscal sponsor which is an organization that could umbrella you because going through the nonprofit official paperwork all that could be a little tedious so that might be yeah, something that's, totally that's something you're considering that would be an interesting next step or is it not yeah, a nonprofit? We- 
Um, we were considering that in the beginning, and we saw, like, the amount of paperwork and the process, and we're like, okay, maybe yeah. we should just get going, because we're, you know, we're mostly it. just doing this because it's, yeah, because it's fun for us, and, like, we're not getting paid for it, but we enjoy it, and we're hoping that it's just going to, you know, pay off in the future, and I think as things are, like, rolling along and we're having these shows, we'll we'll definitely be considering um, like sponsorship or, or becoming a little more um, legitimate, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. In terms, we, yeah, in terms of all the, you know, we're talking, yeah, business and legal stuff and all yeah. that. that. That is a whole other step. And I think that sometimes, I know that a lot of times, that's what I'm going to say, people get hung up on that, I would say, and, you know, kind of get worried if they don't start from that place of, you know, officialness that, that they can't do. So I think it's great that you just are basically, you know what, we're just going to start. We're just going to start doing it. And then we're going to see which model will then be, you know, best for us as we move forward. And, you know, just that if more people just did that and kind of, it's a bit of a risk, but took the risk to just start, you know, if they've got a passion for the programming, just start it and then see what again? What next steps will lie with that kind of uh, stuff? Is it a nonprofit? Is it a DBA? Is it a this? Is it a that? You don't always have to have that defined to start great programming. So I think it's great that you just did it <laughs> and are doing it. And yeah, things, yeah, those things will come, and then you can seek, you know, you can seek out advice from. There are collectives who have gone various ways. There are for-profit collectives. There are nonprofit collectives. There are Loose collectives, like kind of the sky's the limit for the different kinds of iterations it could take. And, and you'll just, yeah, you'll just kind of, you're new. It's a new, it's barely a year. Well, you're, are you going to have like some kind of year uh, birthday party in January or something? Um, I don't know. Well, I guess <laughs> actually we are having another show on uh, January 14th. So maybe that will be yeah, our, yeah. our year. You can make, get a birthday cake event. for future tongue with the giant tongue yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> give you your birthday celebration, you know, because yeah, a year is a year is a, a year is a while. You and within that year, you've done what? One, you'll be one, two, three, you know, three shows, a real solid website, lots of interviews. Uh, again, you girls are very young and motivated. Do you ever sleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, but <laughs> sometimes it doesn't feel it like happens. it. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes. So is there anything yeah. else just exciting or something, you know, you wanted to articulate or talk about? I think we've ta- we've gone through a nice variety of, of, you know, subjects, but we have a couple of minutes. So I just wondered, is there something that you feel you want to articulate or talk about, like the future? I mean, you just kind of go in a way I hear you kind of going opportunity to opportunity for sure, you know, but then mm-hmm. the future, future of future tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we we were talking about this a little bit recently, just um, that it's going to be a new year and how exciting that is for us and thinking back on everything that we've accomplished together in this last year and definitely wanting to take it to the next level for next year and, you know, kind of considering all the artists ahead of time, um, or not all of them, but a good amount of the artists that we'd like to work with and and visit with um, ahead of time and and just get the ball rolling that way. And we definitely want to have more shows um, in the next year and are considering possibly a permanent space somewhere. Um, But it really just depends on... (laughs) 
<laughs> it really just depends on where, you know, um, where we, how how we move together and where we go yeah. with this project. Sure. I mean, this flexibility of using the pop-up model is definitely something to to uh, consider for a while. But, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. that the permanent space opens up different kinds of, you know, possibilities and conversations. So I think it's great just to just keep programming. You're doing strong programming, and these things will flow, and opportunities will come your way. And, you know, maybe some next show someone walks in and says, here's a building for you. Isn't that the fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's yeah, a dream. a dream. <laughs> yeah, a dream, a dream. <laughs> but you're definitely you're definitely living out a really strong uh, dreams that you had sitting in that coffee shop talking about bringing people together. You're bringing a lot of people together. I'm very mu- I very much respect what you're doing, and I just wish you all the luck. And I'll be coming to one of your next shows. And everyone who's listening, go on ahead and go to futuretongue.com and see the great artist interviews and uh, other things they're doing. And do the Facebook thing and keep keep up with them because uh, Britt and Justine are uh, are killing it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being my guest and talking about uh, Future Tongue. And I'll see you in LA somewhere. That's great. great. Thank, thank you, you so, so much for having us. You're welcome. Those of you listening, I want to thank you for listening and remind you that you're listening to Just Radio. And Just Inc. is an artist-run company providing information and technology solutions created by artists and for artists. We are dedicated to keep artists working on their own terms. And if you go to our website, which is gyst-ink.com, you can access hundreds of pages of free information on every subject you need to know about the business of art. So please do that and please tune in again to Just Do It. I'm Kara Tomei signing off.